Hello, you are listening to Talk The Line. My name is Jen Long. We upload a new podcast every Friday talking to a musician about something that they are passionate about, about their secret obsession, about the thing that they don't normally tell journalists they usually save for their friends and closest allies. All our previous episodes are available at talktheline.blog. We've spoken to Naughty Boy about home cooking, Nadine Shah about mental health and Douglas Dare about drag. You can follow us on social media to keep up with our episodes, past episodes, things that producer Paul just feels like tweeting. It's at TalkTheLine on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like this podcast and you listen regularly, please do us a big favour and subscribe. 26-year-old Harry Koyser is the frontman of Peace, the band he formed as a teenager with his brother Sam and friends Doug and Don. After being nominated for the BBC's Sound of 2013 poll, the band released their debut album In Love and followed it up two years later with their second Happy People. The band's early success saw Harry embrace the lifestyle of a metropolitan rock star, but Peace relocated to a farmhouse in the middle of a forest miles away from civilization to write their new record, Kindness is the New Rock and Roll. At the same time, Harry underwent a personal transformation. Newly sober, his creativity has been revolutionised by practising meditation and ashtanga yoga. And that's what we're talking about today. We did a podcast with Max Richter last night. Sick. And he was like, so eloquent. And like, it was so quiet in the room and everything was just so exactly as you'd expect it to be. Like, <laughs> so organised and perfect. It just like really oh, freaked wow. me out when I was, I kept like stumbling over my words because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's just, he's so intelligent and like so, so eloquent. And, I just, and then I made like this Austin Powers joke halfway through. Like, he just completely <laughs> fell flat. Oh, God, it's nice to be talking. To, I mean, he was lovely. Yeah, no, it's, it like it like won't, this won't be very eloquent at all, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> like a map on home turn. Yeah, yeah, you'll be, you'll be all fine. Um, so we're talking about, like, kind of discovering yoga. Mm. Like, that sort of first year of, like, learning yeah. how to do it and learning the, like, etiquette, I suppose. Yeah, and sort of... I think it's what, like, because kind of everyone knows what it is, but... I was really like, I'll just never do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, I'm never going to be the guy who does that or talks about it or like tells other people to do it. To be honest, I'm quite surprised when your name yeah, yeah. is subject. Code I don't know. And then, I don't know. So, how long has it been? I've been doing it for a year now. One year. Like, pretty much bang on a year. Who introduced you to it? It's my manager. Really? who had been saying for a while, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you're going to love this, this is going to sort everything out for you. And I was just like, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, I'll do it. I just kept not going and no. not doing it. And he was like, book yourself onto this thing. <laughs> he was like, I'll do it for you right now, just like, just do it. So was he like a yoga, like, kind of crazy? Does he love it? He was pro- I think he was probably at the point I'm at now, or maybe a little bit further along, I can't really remember, but he was at the point where it had started to really be life-changing, I think. So he was in that sort of like buzz of, like, I've got to tell people about this, I've got to get someone else to do it, because I think after sort of a year or so, it starts to just have all these... You realise what it's doing and yeah. how everything has changed. And you're like, 
oh no, it solves everything. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else do it. I'm like, I'm kind of like telling my friends at the moment about it, but yeah. everyone's like, yeah, sure. Like I've got like eight friends who've promised they'll go and like won't. I'm like, you will. Do you know who introduced me to yoga? Who? Our dear friend Iris Herskovich. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that she did it. Oh my God, Iris has been doing it for years. Really? Yeah, she's really good at it as well. She can like go upside down without a wall on everything. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's heavy. She's like pro. I love that. Because when she first moved here from, um, from Calgary, she didn't have a job and there was a yoga studio opposite where she lived or something. So she just used yeah. to go like for like four hours a day. Sick. Got like so good. So she, it was when I was like training for a marathon and she was like, oh, you should go to yoga because the stretching will help you. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Pfft. like, part, I was kind of like dismissive, <laughs> like, oh, it's loads of like hippie shit. And it yeah, yeah. But also a little bit scared because it's like a whole new rule set and you don't know how to behave. And yeah. like, I was like, oh God, I'm like, I didn't realize that like, if you don't have a pedicure, the other women judge you. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. And it was just like a bit terrifying. Like, do you bring your own mat? And like, yeah, I don't there's know. all these like things. I, I was really. I was like cracking jokes in there when I first started going because I was obviously that's like my way of dealing with anything remotely awkward. So yeah. I was just like cracking jokes and like trying to make people laugh and got like told to to stop yeah. in like quite a serious way. And I was like, oh wow, like this really isn't. I kept on trying to drop the line, "Don't look back in Ashtanga," <laughs> and like no one found it funny. <laughs> No, but, you know, I'd had no it like would, would I'd had it like in my head for a few weeks, and I kept on saying it and not getting any reactions and stuff. Um, so, where was your first ever class? In a place in Euston, tucked away on I can't remember what street it is. It's it's very close to the station, but it's just a little a doorway, no like signs or anything, nothing, and it kind of looked from the outside really sketchy. And I stood outside for ages and was like, oh, I'm just going home, I'm not going to do this. And then eventually yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm going to knock the door. And then like the dude who runs it answered. And he was like, hello, what's your name? And I was like, Harry. And he went, of course. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm like so into this. Did like, your manager book it for you then? Yeah, yeah. And did he like give him a heads up? Like, I don't know, but like it was the most like, and it was like instantly welcoming and like so warm in there. And there was like yeah. people everywhere like, <sighs> Wait, all these sounds, and I was like, "Whoa!" Instantly, like, this is good for me. Like, I'm, I'm so was it like it. a beginners class that you went to? Was it like a, a yeah, like just a sort of regular? Was it like an introduction to yoga, or was it just like you kind of had to keep up with? I was at an introduction thing, but there's always people. Not it's like a like communal space kind of thing. There's always people knocking around there, just mm. doing yoga or chilling out or like just hanging around. People like learning to take the step from. Uh, student to teach uh, kind mm. of thing it's like there's always just people in like some bizarre crab position somewhere like in the corner <laughs> so like they, I went to a thing where they taught a few people the very basics of it mm. but there are just people knocking around it's kind of there always is every time I go there it's just like, so you, that's so your like regular yoga studio now mm. yeah but the more I've progressed into it the less I have to go because it's like a self practicing style Right, okay. So, so what, is it like a certain type of style you do then? Yeah, I do miso ashtanga. So it's the ashtanga primary series, but um, taught in a way that you memorize every breath with a movement. And then, right. so it's really good for touring, basically, mm. because 
I don't have to find a class in each place, so I can do whatever my practice is, wherever I am, or at home, or like in a tiny space. If I can like put my arms out there, like I can yeah. do do the whole thing, um, which doesn't rely on going to. I've always been like place. really um, interested in Ashtanga because it's one of those things that I don't really understand. Mm. So, do, you, do you remember that band, the Airborne Toxic Event? I don't, but that's a great name. So they had like this violin player, they're a band from LA, mm. and she's, she's not in the band anymore. She has her own band called The Bulls now, um, but her name's Anna Bulbrook. Mm. She runs girls' school in LA. If you've ever seen like any of that, they do mm. like showcases and encourage, they do like a whole festival that's like all female lineup mm. and everything. Like she's, yeah. she's fucking wicked, Anna. But she started practicing Ashtanga yoga, and I would go out and visit her in LA, and she would be buff. Like, yeah. my God, she had, like, proper decent shoulders and, like, really, like, washboard kind of stomach. And she was over here. We went to, like, the yoga studio that I go to, which is just, like, in London Fields. It's just, like, regular vinyasa flow yoga, yeah. like, pretty standard mum stuff. And she was just, like, kind of, like, bored. And, like, <laughs> she was so fucking good. She could go from, like, that, like, what do they call it, wheel? So you go from like standing back yeah, yeah, into yeah. the wheel and then back to standing. It's crazy when people get like full, full into it. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like I find that people are like almost like cat-like when they're really good at it. Like, yeah. you know, like the movements that a cat can do and like the physics of like the body of a cat, like, jump, like mm. the way they stretch and stuff. I, see, I really see that in like the people who are like real pro. Yeah. It's really strange what it does to the body. It's like. So do you have to be like quite strong to do the Ashtanga stuff? No, I mean I was really weak. I was like the complete. I was really unhealthy and like smoking like loads, drinking all the time, like really, really unhealthy and really weak. Like I'd never done any physical exercise in my life, and then the, it just you just work through it. it was physically like exhausting every time I do it even and it even is now like as the practice goes on it's yeah. like a full on thing but you just it makes you stronger mm. adapts the body adapts with the practice it's really strange yeah cuz she was saying like she was, she tried to send me to a class in LA once where it was like she said that there might be a space but she was saying it's like not led you just like yeah that's it like, yeah but it turned out to be a moon day that day yeah, she don't do it on a moon day. That's the thing. I love moon days now because it's like the one. It's the only day except for Saturdays that I don't do it. A moon day, you just get to kick back, do whatever the heck you want. It's so good. What is a moon day? How do you even know it's when, a, when it is moon day? It's a new moon or a full moon. And on the website of the place where I go, I've just got a shortcut saved, which goes to their moon days page, and it just tells you all the moon days. So I plan stuff around it, like. Yeah. If well, I'm like you'll go out the night before a moon day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so moon day's like your Friday night. Yeah, I call it Yogi Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's a moon day, it's like, right, you can, you can do whatever you want. Get wild. That's quite cool. Mm. So, I'm actually, I'm actually like not even for the podcast, just like genuinely interested in this Ashtanga stuff because honestly, Anna was so bloody buff when I went to LA. I was so jealous. It's really, it's, it's relentless. It's like, because you did it six days a week. You have to do six days. You don't have to, like, no one can make right. you do anything, but you will. You'll, you'll, it, check, it infects the mind in a really positive way because it's, you get such a buzz from doing it for, like, the following few hours. It's like a real high because it's so intense and thorough, um, the way it gets through your body and mind, the actual practice, the way it's designed, and you just want to do it again. And, you want, and 
I didn't start doing it six days a week, but within a month, I was just completely hooked. And then I found that um, smoking was getting in the way. And I, like, I was smoking over 20 a day. And I was like, that was my one thing. I was like, I'm always going to be like the dude smoking loads of cigs. And I just had to quit because it was getting in the way of like the yoga. And then I quit drinking for like, it's been like eight months because I found that when I was hungover, I was missing practices. And I was yeah. like, I can't drink anymore if I want to do this. And like, it, it made me want to clear up. I just like, it wow. became, it's really weird. How, and I completely was not wanting that to happen. <laughs> but it just did, because it <laughs> feels so good. It's like, wow. it's really but what, so Is it like, um, like a routine or something that you learn? Yeah, it's the same, same, same thing every day. So how do you kind of progress through it? Do you like add new bits? Yeah, you add new bits once you've got, once you've fully get everything before it perfect you mm. learn a new thing they'll so teach you another thing get, like, longer every it gets time. longer yeah every time you go to the place but you have to get everything else pretty nailed before they'll teach you another thing right so it's like it's it's, it's like a millimeter a month progression that's what my oh. manager says it's like it's a millimeter a month and, and like you'll, i haven't learned a new move in s nearly six months now because mm. i'm quite far along and it's like i have to get all the other stuff yeah. really nailed so what what are the moves like? Is it like traditional yoga moves, like the mm. downward facing dog and, and yeah. things like that? It has like sun salutations at the beginning. Right. There's, two, there's an A and a B, which you do five of each. So that's the bit where you from standing up. Yeah, and you standing go up and down and then down and then you plank and then yeah. do like an up upper dog and dog. downwards dog and this press up thing. Cool. Some variants of that and then there's um, different postures, which like complete completely changed as your body changes like at right. first like some of the things were completely different to when my body could get into the right yeah position and then what are they like warrior one and warrior two yeah there's that like... kind of stuff and the the weird stuff where you're like got your legs spread and your head on the floor and you're like how the heck do i do this <laughs> and there's one which like your arms around the back of your body and your right foot's in that hand and then you're Lent over with your hand on the floor, it's really... So how many moves do you learn in the first class? The first class I learnt the sun salutations. Right. And then they said, go home and do those every day and come back when you want to learn more. And I was kind of like, well, I'm never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the next week I was like, I need more. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we'll teach you. It, it's really slow progression. But yeah. Do you practice at home then? Yeah, I do it at home most of the time or wherever I find myself. Just um, find a space or like somewhere really groovy to do it. Yeah. When I was in Woodstock, I was like, I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. every morning and do it like out with the skunks underneath the stars, watch the sunrise, which was really, really cool. Did you do that? Yeah. And oh, I was sick. like, that was like at the turning point where I'd gone from like casually being into it to being like, full on like yeah this is the shit you know <laughs> so that's so good because I mean I always think yoga is good when you're traveling anyway because you don't have to take anything with you and there's always like a yoga class that you can sign up for it's not yeah, like it's always going to a gym or something where yeah. you have to like do some kind of initiation and pay some fee or something and yeah like with running you have to remember to take like your running trainers and you might not have much space in your back but yoga you, you can just... do it everywhere you're, you're your own gym yeah. You know what I mean? You can just like, you use your own weight to like, 
work yeah. out. It's kind of cool, and you can do it anywhere, and it's free. Like once yeah. you know it, it's free. Yeah, it's pretty good, and like I think the I don't know what it does for the body is like great. Mm. But like what it does for the mind is almost like, even though this is like an ancient practice, yeah, it's almost like it's geared up for like the modern mind and the distractions we have and the lifestyles that we live, which is really, yeah. really strange because it like seems to combat modern anxiety in a really direct way. That's what I found anyway. Yeah. It's like bizarre. No, totally. It's like I mean, first of all, you can't have your phone in there, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no phones. Yeah. At least one hour with no screen in front of you. But also, like, I've definitely noticed in the past when I've had like one of those days where someone's like being a dick on email, and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, how do they not even understand this? And they're just like, someone's like doing your head in at work, and you go to yoga, and an hour later, you're just like, oh, why did I even care about it's, that? It's, it's like it's, actually yeah, yeah, not yeah. affecting my life. It's really good. Yeah, I sometimes wait. I usually do it a little bit later in the day now because I've got kind of, I don't really have like a thing in the middle of the day because it lets everyone uh, piss me off in the morning who's going to. So then I've got like, <laughs> and then I can just like forget about it. Because um, then, then if you know, if you're doing it at like six in the morning, then people will come at you afterwards. But if you let, yeah. let a bit of the shit get through first and then you can just work it out. And it's all good. <laughs> and then, I don't know, have you ever... Because there's quite a lot of spirituality involved if, mm. in it, isn't there? Like, well, sometimes there'll be... Sometimes, it, like, in the type of yoga that I've always done, well, I only started doing it, like, three years ago. Mm. But, like, and I'm not... I haven't, actually haven't done it in flipping ages. Yeah. But sometimes you'll get a teacher who's, like, really spiritual, and sometimes you'll get one who's just kind of more functional. Yeah, yeah. And I never know... Sometimes I, like, actually kind of like the spiritual chat, but sometimes when they get too much into, like chakras and stuff I get a bit lost yeah it can be really confusing and just as well because of the terminology like I've found that when I'm being spoken to into a technical way and talking through chakras I kind of get really lost yeah but then some of the experiences I've had have kind of tickled that that funny bone of sort of like hold on what just happened and especially because of uh, doing a self-practicing thing makes the whole process very meditative because no one's talking to you and saying go into this position now you're just counting, yeah. counting your own breath so I can sometimes go into a very very deep meditative state afterwards which then things happen and you see and hear and experience things which are really supernatural and then I've sort of been like Fuck, who do I tell about this? This is really weird. And like, I just, I think I was just actually in actual space. And I think, what? yeah, it's weird. And like, real, like, powerful hallucinations. And I'm like, what's that? Like, is this a spiritual experience? Like, did I just experience something supernatural? I don't know. And then I'm like, what, what just happened? But it's happened quite a lot um, over the last year. Whereas I, and I don't know what it is that's happening because I don't know the sort of like terms and stuff. But I'm like, yeah. like Jesus, this so is. So this is like when you're in the shavasana bit, yeah, the end, yeah, like lying down. Yeah, and sometimes I've zoned out for sort of, you know, an hour afterwards, and been like literally in other worlds. So I'm like, what? And then like when you sort of remember that you have a body and sort of come back out of it, I'm like, what? I feel like I've just been born. 
and I like go, and tell, <laughs> go downstairs and tell someone, I'm like, I, I think I just understood everything. <laughs> my friends will be like, what are you on about? I'm like, no, 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 honestly, I think I just actually like felt the entire universe and I don't know how to put it into words. And like, sure, 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 go ahead. I got no one to tell about it. And I'm like, Aww. but I think there's, I understand the spiritual side, but mm. I don't know what it's all, I don't really have anyone to talk to about it. Like, yeah. um, I mean, it's really strange, but that I under, it's there. Mm. Whatever it is, it is, there is something real, whether it's a trick of the mind or not. I don't know. Maybe you just fell asleep. But I wasn't asleep because I was, <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems that way, but. Have, how have your friends reacted to your kind of new obsession? Because, I mean, I haven't seen you in quite a while, but we used yeah. to go down the dolphin. And yeah, 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 places, yeah, 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 dolphin on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. And you definitely liked a few drinks. Yeah, massively. And so, like, now you find, do you find, like, peer pressure where people are like, oh, come out, come out, and you're like, oh, no, sorry, because I, I want to do my Ashtanga and, like, then yeah, do it again yeah. tomorrow? Do people, like, put a bit of, like... Kind of knock it almost. Not really. No one's really pushed me that supportive. hard. It's really strange. Yeah, everyone's. But I think like because it's had a positive effect on me, no one's really been like, "You shouldn't be doing this." I mean, people are like, "Why don't you have a beer on Thursday?" I'm like, "Ah, no, I'll just I'll stay doing this." But no one's really, really put any pressure on me, and like I'm quite like visually excited about like when some and I like I really only hang around with about five different people day to day so it's mm. kind of like they'll see me after I've done some of that yoga and I'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck I feel really enlightened dude so I think like no one wants to really put a stop to that because it's like why would you I guess yeah <laughs> I no, it makes sense yeah so how else has it affected you? Do you think, like, with your like career in music, has it made you more focused on writing or on all the kind of like other aspects, like the business aspects around it? Has it had like a kind of positive impact on? Yeah, that? definitely. It streamlined the sort of everything in the music business. Just like I was just was just like wildly moving pieces everywhere that I just mm. wasn't really paying attention to, and then yeah, it just gave me a bit of focus, and I started writing. I don't know if it's because of the yoga, but I started writing songs that were a lot better than the ones that I'd been writing before. And I was like, something's going on here. <laughs> clarity, something's working. And uh, I mean, it's basically like, yeah, it's the same thing as using like drinking for inspiration and like, mm. it's just a different form of it, I guess. But it's definitely, it's doing something good. Mm. And it's helped me pull the record together and pull everything else together, I guess. They're like songs on the album about yoga now. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I think there's only like... Some new tracks called Downward Facing Dog. Yeah. One, two, three. Don't look back in Ashtanga. Someone bought me... I say that so much that someone for my birthday bought me a t-shirt that says Don't look back in Ashtanga on it. Um, did they get so, it printed? Or yeah, yeah, they, they got it. Okay, they got it cool. printed. No one's nicked it yet. I don't know if I coined. I mean, like, I we need to look into this. I might be the first person to have ever said that because I may be the only person who deeply appreciates Oasis, 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 and yoga at the same time. <laughs> you like might the two, the two, be the the only. two yeah, they're two 
things that often don't occupy the same It's like a Venn space. diagram. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oasis, here's yoga. There's just you yeah. alone in the yeah. middle. I stood alone in the middle going like, <laughs> where are you guys? Like, such a um, union of opposing forces. But hey, I'm into it. <laughs> That's going to be like in 10 years time. Somewhere in East London, there's going to be a studio called Don't Look Back in Ashtanga. And you're just going to be. be behind the desk. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zen. So, so zen. Guys. <laughs> Another good one is I have a friend who always sings. Um, it's raining zen. Hallelujah. It's raining zen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the theme of It's Raining Man, which is a really good one for musical um, yoga crossover. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a good idea for an album. <laughs> I, don't, kind of, I don't think it no, is. No, it's, no. One, it's one of those things that like I'd put all of my own money into to make it and it would just be like horrific. Like, yeah, but then he made this really, really strange like yoga pun album. <laughs> I really think you have to do this actually. I have to do it. it right. would be pretty, yeah. Just use all that money you're saving by not buying cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah, I like that. Funded yeah. completely by like my cigarette and alcohol deficit. Funded by sobriety. <laughs> So good. So for people listening who are like, I guess it's one of those things where it's easy to knock if you've not tried it. Yeah, because like, there's yeah. so much to take the mick out of. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's honestly like. It's like far, from farty mums to like yummy mummies in Stoke Newington. I don't know why it's always mums that I'm saying do yoga. To yeah. like those guys who always insist on taking their tops off yeah. all the time. There's like, there's kind of two, there's like, super spiritual and like really crusty yoga which I really love and then there's kind of more like fitness based mm. like sort of like sportswear and like expensive yoga mat yoga yeah and not a lot in between and both are essential and like we shouldn't get rid of either of those things but mm. but then both of them are also really easy to like Mark, if you're just like <laughs> normal, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. At least if you've not tried it, it is really easy to put down. Yeah. So, it, but for people listening who maybe haven't tried it and have always just gone like, that's not for me. Like, how do you get into it? What would be your tips for sort of making, finding that first yoga class and making that booking? Because it is a little mm. bit daunting. Like, I, don't, I don't think I'd have ever done it if Iris hadn't taken me. Yeah, no, I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't have done it if Dave hadn't have made me go. Mm. I think... I guess to just maybe email someone at like a yoga place because the people who run a yoga studio tend to be like super accommodating, super chill, nice, like you know, warm people. So they're probably a good person to talk to before doing it. But I guess you just got, you just got to kind of it's one of those things you got to take a take a not a leap of faith, but just just get out the door and do it yeah. because it's kind of. It totally changes the moment that you do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. First breath of like a yoga, when there's like loads of people in there doing it, mm. and there's that like collective body warmth, and like when you breathe in that air, it sounds really disgusting the way I'm describing it, but it's. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is actually a little bit gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can be, but. Especially you... if you've got like a smelly mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of, I don't know, there's something about it, you're like breathing in everyone else's stank. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mind it, like. Some people like that. I, don't know. I, I feel like the first one I ever did, I was like 
this it they go so quickly sometimes in those like vinyasa yeah, yeah, flow yeah. classes and there's so many different like postures to keep up with and sometimes they say things they say like sometimes they say like downward facing dog or whatever and like that's easy enough to pick up but then sometimes they'll say it in the like i don't know what even like what language it is yeah like, like old school, old like, school yeah, yeah. indian is it sanskrit know, or is that the maybe. thing at the beginning something like that they'll say it in like old school actual yoga yeah, yeah. language actual the full-on language yeah and, and like then that. i then i even now i'm like i don't know what that is yeah yeah and they're like what's the vinyasa that's the what's the one when you go like when you bend down oh, i don't know i'm anyway. not sure because they don't call it out the place i do literally you walk in and they just like point to a space on the floor and you have to just go and do it and then if you go, go wrong they'll come and tell you it's so weird and like sometimes they'll put you'll just feel like a finger like prod you on the side of the hip mm. and it, like your whole body will align. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know any of the lingo. That's no. one thing I kind of like, I have to describe it to people in a really like towny way. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, my leg was up here and it felt good. <laughs> you know that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was in that one where my like, arms were like behind me and on the floor, but also not. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the dusty crab. <laughs> I always get like the yoga shake, you know, when you're doing like a side plank or something and your arm just starts to yeah, go like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always really embarrassing. Everyone out, and I, I'm always the only person in the class that gets it as well. I get that, but I think it's like, it's like, um, it feels like some sort of like powerful energy coming from within. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, like oh, I'm so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like just use it. To, uh. And health benefits as well. Do you feel like you're like stronger now and stuff? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, I was going from ground zero. So like, you know, like the first bit of strength that you gather as a human is yeah. like magnificently huge. Um, so I've gone through that bit. I don't know how strong I am. I haven't had an arm wrestle ever. So I, don't, I don't know, but I do feel stronger. And like, you know, I don't know. Things feel lighter, which I guess is good. And um, I think my shoulders feel good. Sturdy old shoulder, I'm not really sure. Clothes fit differently. Strange. I think it like trans... Someone said to me that it returns your body to its original blueprint. Oh, and I was wow. like, wow, I like that. That is cool, yeah. Like how it's supposed to be. And sleeping on airplanes, so easy now. And I've never been able to do it yet. And I don't know what it is because it's like you can kind of just fold up nicely and kind of everything's fine. So you sleep like bent forwards on airplanes now? What's weird is that, yeah, because the seam or the bit that folds between the, the belly and the thighs is like really bendable now. So that ah. goes all the way down there and the hands go all the way to the floor. <laughs> and then one is asleep, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's absolutely fine. You can just, that's so comfortable And that's now. comfy. Absolutely. I'm oh, like, wow. Yeah, I did it on, a, on an airplane and I slept the entire way completely like that. But then someone had moved their seat back oh. to recline and I couldn't get my head up when I, when, I, when I woke up. And I was like, what? And my brother was next to me and I had to get the person who moved their seat forward. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, also, note, don't try that at home. No, it yeah. sounds, actually sounds dangerous. Actually, don't do it on an airplane. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Yeah, it was a real shock when I woke up. I completely lost my zen instantly. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how long have we been talking about yoga? 30 minutes. Wow. I love it. What have we missed about the yoga experience? The right sportswear, the right attitude to have in class. The class, the yoga the etiquette. Spirit, the etiquette, the. What else is there? Do we talk about like wiping your mat down and things like that? I guess, yeah, there's like a spray at the place I go to. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You can <laughs> give it a spray, which I always find quite weird. I'm like, do you have like the same teacher every time or does it rotate? There's different people knocking about on different days. Mm. There's like the dude who is like serious. I think he like, he's like fully certified, mm. which I think means like, it's like the blue tick of the yoga world. It's like yeah. as, a, as a certified teacher, it's like, I think you've been approved by. Yeah. And uh, he's there and he's got like this silent magic touch of like when he aligns you it's like it's really bizarre and everything just makes sense and it's really incredible and then there's other people there because I think that you have to when you want to become a teacher you have to help out as kind of like you have to hang around the place yeah, and yeah. You sort of like help random people out and do a little bit here so there's a like few observe. other people yeah kind of yeah. observe and occasionally like correct people um, I think once you've done that for a bit, I think it takes like 10 years to be able to be a, like a, a full teacher. In the Ashtanga world. In the Ashtanga world or to get certified. It's like slightly difficult, right? They're, they're, it's like a different world to the, the vinyasa. It's kind really, of like yeah, it's really intense. It's kind of like, world. yeah, it's, it's, it definitely is spiritual. Mm. Even though I'm not really like, I don't know how to describe the spiritual side of it. It definitely is there. And I think it's really unavoidable with Ashtanga. Yeah. Maybe. I don't really know many people who do it. <laughs> so I don't no. know. The only other person I know who does Ashtanga, the fact that I know two people who do the same as me um, six days a week, and they both share the same viewpoint as me and sort of have the same feelings and inclinations about what's going on. Is one your manager? One is my manager and one is his girlfriend. <laughs> but they do it to, they do it on when they're on different sides of the world, they'll do it at the same time. And they say oh. that there's like this, they can feel this connection. They'll get like a common time to do it and both do their practice at the same time. And oh. and I one of the first within the first sort of few months I was going to this place when I had finished and was doing the final the corpse pose on the floor, lay on the floor, mm. uh, meditating. Someone came and started doing it next to me and I felt their energy and I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling their energy like I'm that dude. And I almost <laughs> afterwards wanted to say to this dude like, hey man, I really felt your energy when you laid down next to me. But I couldn't do it, like I couldn't do it at all, but I was like, Oh my God, should I do it? Should I? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that guy. But I think he felt mine, you know. Did and he, I thought he was this close to me, like a foot away from me, and he was on the other side of the room. It was really strange. Cause that, my perception was that he'd laid down next to me, but when I got up, he was really far away from me. So I was like, something's going on there. <laughs> like there's some, something, it's like, a, you know, it's, it's unlocking, decoding something about 
the human thing which we don't particularly understand mm. in the Western world that maybe they did in India. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's something there. Have you done it today? Have you practiced today? Yeah, I have today. It's good. How long is your practice now? Just over an hour. And then afterwards, I, I have a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle on my kitchen table of the Sahara Desert. So it's just sky and sand and it is impossible. It's like the hardest jigsaw puzzle you can do. And I was just feeling, <laughs> feeling the glory. So I sat down and just made some progress on that afterwards. And that's like the least me thing to do. Like, I'm not a jigsaw guy. And I'm not like the type of guy who sits there looking at like, 500 sand-coloured pieces and 500 sky-coloured pieces oh and sort of slowly getting them together. But I was doing it today, so it's the proof's in the pudding. and Yeah, that's going to affect it as on me. Proof's like, in the desert. Oh, yes, I like that. That's really good. That's really, really good. <laughs> I couldn't come up with any Oasis yoga ones earlier, so oh, I mean, made up for it now. There must be quite a few because they've got some pretty... I mean, the... Live Forever, definitely, there is a reincarnation theme there, which I think kind of ties mm. in with some of the thoughts which come it? along. And no, it's not. Mm. Um, but it's thematically connected. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there must be, there must be another one. This is so annoying. But um, I'm all for the sort of expansion of yoga out of the two extremes that it is at the moment and into yep. like something that's more appealing for people who are like in, you know, like in our world. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, like we've got to find a way of making it like... What about that doom yoga that they do? What's that? I don't know. There's someone around, around here, around East London does like doom yoga where... You listen to like dark metal and do yoga at the same so, time. Yeah. I've never listened to music whilst doing it. Apparently, it's obviously. But they sick. always have it on in the one I do because obviously it's like trendy East London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it good? Do you really always feel the music? Glass animals or something. Really, I love it. Do you <laughs> no, like get? Do you hear the music differently? Do you get like a? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I've never done that. The I worst know. is when it's bad music and you're just like, oh god. I had this. I actually, I actually walked out of a class once because she was playing the worst music, and I was like, "Oh God!" It felt like I was like in Tenerife or something. It was that like really? proper like Spanish market, like yeah, that's yeah. no good. <laughs> that's no good. I was like, "Oh, this is just ruining the start of my day now." Yeah, maybe there's a certain type of music that needs to be composed, which leans itself to yoga, but also tickles the fancy of like sort of like young into music <laughs> you know what I mean like into the lifestyle <laughs> something which can bridge the gap or like some kind of trend or something I don't know I'll think of something it needs to be more than just the phrase don't look back in Ashdangalo yeah <laughs> that is a good one though or maybe that's exactly what we needed yeah I think there's just so much space in the middle of this Venn diagram and there, there just needs to be more people occupying it. Maybe I need to open a yoga studio. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't know. A big thanks to Harry. I couldn't think of any more puns. 
If you want more podcasts on athleticism, we have spoken to O Wonder on running in the past, Justin Young from the Vaccines on running and mental health, Hergney on basketball, and Koji Radical on mixed martial arts. Next week, I'm talking to Nico Case about The Amazons, a book about the lives and legends of warrior women across the ancient world. You have been listening to Talk the Line. I'm Jen Long. This podcast is produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams. It is a podcast from the line of Best Fit, the UK's premier website for new music discovery. If you like this podcast, please do press that button and subscribe. It's super simple. It saves you time and effort. And if you really like it, you can leave us a nice review. We will see you next week.